On today's episode, Eddie and Webby discover the true meaning of life. This is the Eddie and Webby Podcast. Oh, hey, how's it going? This is Webby, not Eddie. No, this is Webby, not Eddie. And I'm Eddie, and this is our fifth podcast. Oh, yeah, podcast number five. I say this calls for a big high five. Yeah. Number five. We made it through one through four, and now we're on to number five. Man, this is like a milestone. Who would have thought we'd make it to episode number five? I sure didn't. And now we're here, and now we're on our way to episode 50. Yes. We're 10% of the way there, which is awesome. And I hope you guys have noticed that it sounds a little bit better now. Webby and I have the same microphones, and we've kind of done a few things to make it sound a little bit more consistent. So I hope you guys noticed that. It does sound a lot better. I can yeah. tell. It's just so much more crystal clear. So much more clear. And we're doing it for you guys, the Eddie and Webby family. And you guys know the drill. We talk beer, we talk tech, and we talk pickleball. It's kind of our thing. And I'm be- thinking because it's a milestone episode, we should do something special for all of our subscribers out there and all of our viewers. What do you think? I think we should. Should we get to it now or should we wait till the end of the episode? I think we should wait till the end. So stick around to the end because there's going to be kind of a big surprise. Yep. There might be some prizes in store. You never know. You never know what's going to happen on the Eddie and Webby podcast. Stay tuned to find out and it's going to yeah. be worth it. Trust me, you're going to want to find out. So, Webby, what's new in Twitter? Ah, yes, the wonderful world of Twitter. Twitter has just been absolutely blowing up since our last podcast. Uh, So we got one here from Samuel Mike L. Jackson. At Eddie and Webby, you have one of the best mother-loving channels on Mother Front Door YouTube. That was very nice. Thank you, Samuel. Yeah, appreciate Uh, that. We got one here from Jabba the Shut Up. I don't understand why Eddie and Webby talk about pickleball so much. It sounds stupid, and Eddie and Webby sound stupid when they talk about it. Hashtag Eddie and Webby are stupid. Like we've said before, we uh, we value all feedback. It doesn't doesn't always have to go in our favor. Yeah, I mean, I guess with a name like Jabba, you'd probably (laughs) expect that. Yeah. Well, thanks, Jabba. Uh, Let's go with one more here. Uh, We've got one here from Herbert Downey Jr. He says, I really enjoy your YouTube channel, and I also really enjoy Rocket League. I would love to see at Eddie and Webby play a game of Rocket League against each other. Next Eddie versus Webby video, question mark, question mark. That's actually a really good suggestion. Yeah, I agree. I think that would be real good. Webby is definitely much better at the game than me, so I see why he would want to do it, but I think I'd be up for it. All right, how about this? Um, I definitely have a lot more Rocket League experience. How about um, you You play the game for at least a week. Um, there's a really good training mode. Do the training mode. Let me know when you're ready. I won't play at all until you and I play against each other, and we'll see who the better man is. Okay. I'd be willing to give it a try. But yeah, that's it. Uh, that's it from the, the Twitter sphere. Thanks for all the comments. So what do we, uh, we're going to talk about beer now, right? We're going to do a beer review. What is the beer we're going to be reviewing today? All right. I just so happen to have a beer right here. It's our first can of beer that we've done a review on. So far, they've all been bottled. But today we have Yai Alai India Pale Ale 
from Cigar City Brewing. Uh, did I say that correctly? Yai a lie? Um, I think it's high lie, but all right, high yeah, a lie. But hey, whatever, whatever works for you. <laughs> no, I do think it is uh, high lie, uh, and actually, high lie is a fast-paced, popular sport in a lot of Latin American countries where the players use this little like basket with a handle on it type of device and they fling it against the wall super confusing i don't know what's happening but it's a it's a pretty cool sport to watch i recommend you search for it uh and check it out because it's pretty entertaining a lot of people get injured too in that game real bad hmm. it's kind of crazy uh, but yeah i've i've heard a lot about this beer i'm excited to try it i'm part of some craft beer enthusiast facebook groups and a lot of people in the Michigan area have been excited that this is offered here in Michigan now, because according to this, it is from Tampa, Florida. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to try it. I've heard a lot of great things about it. And uh, it's cool that we're finally drinking a Florida beer, because so far, a majority of what we've tried has been from Michigan. Not all of it, but a majority. So now we're trying stuff from, from your state. Yeah. Before we pour it, let's talk a little bit about the brewery. It was founded in 2007 in Tampa, Florida. Uh, the owner hired Wayne Wambles as brewmaster back in 2008. Uh, Wayne's a cool guy. I had the opportunity to meet him uh, a few years back when he did a collaboration brew session with my friends at Fort Myers Brewing Company. The guy's an amazing brewer, and when you talk to him, he knows every little thing about beer in the brewing process. It's pretty impressive. Uh, he is very knowledgeable, but at the same time, he's also a super nice guy, very approachable, and I had a great time just spending a little bit of time with him. Uh, I have been to the Cigar City's brewery. They have a tasting room there. I've been there quite a few times, actually, and every time has been a great experience. I've never had a bad beer from them at all. Uh, it's it's They're a very impressive brewery. A couple other beers that you probably will know from them is the Maduro the Florida Cracker, and Lager. It's just called Lager. It's their Lager beer. Uh, it's pretty good. All other beers are good. Like I said, I've never had a bad beer at all. There's a liquor store near my house that pretty much only, like I'd say 90% of what they sell is craft beer, and they just recently got a whole shelf of different things from Cigar City. So I'm excited to try them. Um, hopefully this one's a good one, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I definitely think you'll enjoy everything from them. Let's go ahead and crack these cans and pour it. And as we do, we'll talk a little bit about the beer. <clears throat> so Cigar City has, uh, from their website, a very, very nice description of this beer. Uh, it makes it very appealing. They describe it as an intense bouquet of tangerine and candied orange peel Entice the nose with flavors of clementines, Valencia oranges, and subtle caramel provide counterpoint to an assertive bitterness and rich malt character. Bold hop flavor and aroma from six different hop varietals is front and center in this flavorful American IPA. It's, that's a quite a description. Yeah. Sounds very enticing and uh, very involved. Yeah. Uh, this falls under BJCP category 21A, which is an American IPA. It comes in at 7.5% ABV, which is actually at the very top of the scale for category 20A, 21A American IPA. 
Uh, it does have 65 IBUs, so it's pretty bitter considering the alcohol content. And I think we should just jump into the review of the beer. First thing we always start with is the appearance. Go ahead and let you guys take a good look here at it. Yeah, I'm getting uh, a slight coppery hue to basically a nice clear golden beer. A little bit cloudy, little tiny bit of haze, but mostly very clear. Yeah, definitely not crystal clear like some we've tried in the past, but this one does has a, have a little bit of haziness, but overall pretty clear. Yeah, very pretty. Let's get into the aroma. Give it a sniffy sniff. Hmm. That smells good. Mm. I like that. Yeah. That's very, very pleasant. I'm getting a very strong American hop aroma. Uh, so you're going to get, you know, those kind of citrusy notes to it, which I'm definitely getting in this beer. Yeah, I would say I smell some hoppiness, but also a little bit of sweetness, maybe like the, the citrus part that you mentioned. Yeah, the aroma on this beer is is pretty pretty unreal. I love it. It's it's perfectly balanced between giving you that malt aroma with hops, and it's more hops than malt, but it's very well balanced. I love it. Yeah, you had mentioned in the description about it uh, a bouquet, and it's it does kind of remind me of like smelling a bouquet of flowers. Like it just it's very pleasant to smell. Yeah, you definitely get that kind of orangey clementiney aroma to it as well, which is nice. Hmm, very nice. And how about the flavor? Let's uh, let's do some tasting. I love tasting for the flavor. Yeah. I think this is gargle worthy for sure. Okay. Mm. It's very nice. Wow. <clears throat> I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. I mean, I've had this beer, I can't even tell you how many times. I mean, if I had to guess, I would say 30, 40 times. Because it's kind of my go-to IPA down here. There's a couple other IPAs that I feel like are slightly better than this. Um, I think that Fort Myers Brewing Company High Five as well as Bell's Too Hearted are probably the only IPAs that I would pick over this. This is a go-to in a lot of bars and restaurants down here uh, if they don't have Fort Myers or Bell's on tap. Yeah, this is this is very tasty, especially like if you like hoppy-type beers, but it's kind of unique. I mean, for me, it's, a, it, it's hoppy, but a different kind of hoppy, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's very well-balanced. And they talk about a lot of that malt character and that caramel and I think it definitely comes through in the flavor of this beer. It's it's uh, yeah, it's very nice. When you first start drinking it, <clears throat> it's like a very strong hoppiness, but then it smooths out nicely. I definitely agree. I could drink a lot of these, and it's you know it. The best part is is that it's seven point five percent alcohol, which is a high alcohol beer, but it doesn't taste like a high alcohol beer. I think they did such a good job getting this recipe and the brewing process nailed down to where it's so well balanced and such a pleasant drinking beer that you don't even realize it's seven and a half percent, which can also be a little scary because you're going to drink this like a five percenter. And next yeah. thing you know, yep, I could see this being dangerous, especially in the summertime, just hanging out outside, tossing a few back. 
Uh, I could see a few of these going down real easily and quickly. Yep. Getting to the mouthfeel of this, um, I'm getting, you know, a medium, I would say definitely a medium body here. Uh, some good carbonation, but not anything over the top. I would say medium carbonation. There's absolutely no astringency to this beer. There's a slight, a very, very slight alcohol that I'm getting, but uh, not, nothing that takes away from the overall, you know, feeling of this beer at all. I think it's very slight uh, and definitely something you'd expect. There are times where I definitely am craving a little bit of uh, the more hoppy type flavor to a beer. And this would be a good one for that when I do have the craving for hoppiness because um, it does have a, a, a pretty strong hoppy taste to it. Uh, but like mm-hmm. I said before, it does it smooths out nicely. I feel like we've talked a lot about our impressions of it, but is, is there anything else you want to add to the overall impression of this beer? Um, I would just say I enjoy it a lot. I would definitely recommend it. I would definitely purchase it again in the future. And I like it. I think it's a good beer. Yeah, I agree. You know, if I was stranded on an island the rest of my life and this was the only beer I could drink, I'd be totally happy with it. It's just so well balanced. It's such a it's such a perfect IPA. We all know the question we ask next at this time. That question is to chug or not to chug. What do you say? I made the call last time. I say you make the call this time. Whatever you say is what we'll do. I can't let you beat me by saying chug and then me saying not chug. So I say we chug. Oh, man. Another chugger. Yeah. Let's All do right. it. You do the countdown, man. Ziggy, zuggy, ziggy, zuggy. Oi, oi, oi. Three, two, one, go. Oh, you beat me on that one. Ah, man, that's good. Yeah, it's actually less unpleasant to chug as I thought it was going <laughs> yeah, to be. I thought I thought that one was going to be not so great, but uh, in regards to chugging, but it it was surprisingly not bad. Mm-hmm. Do you see the sacrifices that we make for you, the listeners, and the Eddie and Webby family? where we chug these beers and then we're left with nothing to sip on for the <laughs> yep. rest of the podcast. But yeah, it's 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 worth it. It's worth it yep. to make our viewers happy. <laughs> <laughs> As always, guys, if there is any beer that you would love for us to be able to give our opinion on, since we are pretty much experts at this point when it comes to beers, go ahead and throw it in the comments below. We're happy to, uh, you know, as long as we can get it in Michigan and Florida... We're happy to do a review on it, and uh, I promise you, you throw it in there, we're going to do our best effort to get it on the show. For sure. Like you said, if he can find it in Florida and I can find it here in Michigan, we'll get it. Doesn't matter what it is. All right. So what are we going to talk about next? Actually, I was going to have you talk about something. We're getting to the tech part of the podcast, Ah, and I believe you have a little bit of an addiction with a device in your home. Would you say that's true? I do, and the addiction you are referring to has to do with this little device right here, and this is what you call the Google Home Mini, and I'm sure a lot of you out there are familiar with this. Um, A lot of people probably either have this or maybe an Alexa or some kind of digital personal assistant type thing, 
And I've got to say, I absolutely love these things. Um, I bought one Black Friday this past holiday season, and uh, immediately I fell in love with it. Um, it's just, it's funny. You can ask it anything, and it usually has an answer. There's some things it doesn't have an answer to, but for the most part, it can answer almost anything you ask it. Um, there's a lot of fun games it can do. Uh, it's just great, and... I decided that having one wasn't enough. I needed to have another one in a different part of the house. So I got another one. And then I realized, you know what? It'd be nice to have one of these in the bathroom. So I bought one specifically for the bathroom. And uh, yeah, it's great. You can tell it to play music. It'll play radio stations, local radio stations. Um, It's just great. You have multiple in the home. Do they all communicate with each other? Are they all independent? Like, how does that work? So they don't communicate with each other. But one kind of funny thing is you never know which one's going to answer. Even if you're really close to one, like let's say I'm in the kitchen. I've got one in the kitchen. I've got one in our bathroom. I've got one in our basement. And I'm tempted to get another one for the bedroom because um, the one that's in our bathroom isn't too far from our bedroom. So that one usually will will hear and answer our questions. But part of me wants to get another one for the bedroom. That way we always have one super close by wherever we are. But uh, yeah, sometimes I'll ask a question when I'm near one, and the other one is the one that answers, so it's kind of funny. Um, sometimes I like to mess with my wife or my children. I'll whisper into the speaker to repeat after me and say something, and uh, usually that's pretty funny. Let's do a little example here. Hey, Google, repeat after me. Eddie is a dum-dum. Eddie is a dum-dum. Yeah, like true. I could just I could spend hours just telling it to repeat things after me, and because... I'm a child. I think it's hilarious, and it cracks me up every time. So why did you go with the Google Home versus some of its competitions like Amazon Alexa? Like I mentioned before, I bought this on uh, during Black Friday. There were some Black Friday sales on the Alexa, and I was about to get one, but then I found out there was a deal to where this was even cheaper. And when I was reading the reviews, um, a majority of the people said that this the, the the Google Home does a better job as far as answering questions. And, uh, oh, it looks like Zelda the cat just decided to show up, too. Hello, Zelda. Hey, Zelda. But, yeah, I mean, it mainly just came down to a lot of the reviews made it sound like the Google was a little bit better. Um, I mean, the reviews for Alexa were great, too, but it sounded like the Google was a little bit better as far as being able to answer more questions and stuff like that. So that's what I went with, and I've been super happy. Have you accidentally like purchased anything with your Google Home or anything <laughs> like that, which a lot of people that have Alexas complain about? I have not done that yet, so that's not a problem. What about you? I know you have the, the Alexa. Have you done any accidental purchases? I do have two Alexas in the home. I haven't done any, uh, you know, purchases on accident or anything, but I will tell you that I have one in my office and there's a lot of times where I'm on conference calls and things like that. And I'll say something that sounds a little bit like Alexa. She'll think that I'm saying her name and we'll end up responding. And it's kind (laughs) of awkward when people on the phone are like, what was that? Yeah. So that's really the only thing I've had. But no, I've never purchased anything incorrectly. Although sometimes if I am watching uh, certain YouTube videos from my office, if they're saying Alexa over and over again, it will continuously trigger it and it drives me nuts. (laughs) Yeah. 
and I've had the same thing happen with this. Like I'll I'll say something that it must think sounds like "Hey Google," and it will pick it up and start talking out of nowhere. What would sound like "Hey Google" though? <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea. Shmeshmoogle. Right. Ray Toogle. <laughs> Maymoogle. Flayflugle. Sheshlugle. It's not. Uh, <laughs> So the yeah. funny thing is, this is not activating, but I'm hearing the one upstairs in the kitchen talking <laughs> right now. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> well, I definitely think that uh, these home automation devices that are voice activated are pretty awesome. And there's a lot of things you can do with them. Yeah, I feel uh, like I'm getting an email at least once a week of different like new new additions to the features of the Google Home. So yeah, it's great. It's awesome. You can have it read you a bedtime story. You can have it sing you a song. It'll beatbox for you. You can have it play Mad Libs for you, where it asks you for the different types of words, and then it reads you the story, uh, no matter what words you give it. I mean, it's 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 great. It's just hours of entertainment and knowledge right there. Can I hear it beatbox, please? Hey, Google, can you beatbox for me? My friend here can throw down some beats. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, that's enough. Yeah, Pretty cool, though. I'm feeling it, though. Well, that's great. Well, thank you for sharing. As always, any products we talk about, we'll be throwing links to below down there so you guys can check it out and buy it if you're interested or learn more about it. We'll definitely have some links there for you. Anything else about technology before we move on to the next section? I think that's it for me for technology for now. Well, now... We're going to talk a little bit about pickleball. This is one of my favorite topics that we talk about in the podcast. Would you agree? I would agree. I love pickleball. I love talking about pickleball. And I love playing pickleball. Well, this is a good topic today. And I think that a lot of you out there are going to find value in this. So finding people to play pickleball with, for me, is pretty easy. We have four pickleball courts right in our community, 100 yards from my house. And we have organized events three nights a week. So we always have at least four, but sometimes up to 20 people playing at all of those scheduled nights, Nice, which is pretty cool. However, Webby, I know that you kind of travel around to different locations, uh, and since the weather pretty much sucks in Michigan for most of the year, you only have a few months of the year where outdoor courts are not only available, but actually enjoyable to play in. So how do you go about finding people to play with? Yeah, so actually, when I first started playing, it was very difficult for me to find people to play with. Um, unless I brought people with me to an outdoor court, um, I had no idea like what to do. I, I struggled to find people to play with. Um, I did finally end up finding on the USAPA website, they have a Places to Play website. Um, but even still, I found that most of the places that have open pickleball time are in the morning or in the afternoon uh, where people like myself that work nine to five jobs can't attend on a regular basis at all. I either have to be working a late shift or have the day off work to be able to attend. So it's not very ideal for the working man or woman. And uh, yeah, I've been struggling. So now that the weather is nice... I actually started a meetup group. It's going to be on, in the evenings on Wednesdays at a park near my house. 
And uh, I suggest anybody that is in the same predicament that I am to get on Meetup, start a group, and try to get people together at times that work for you. I mean, chances are there are others that also are struggling to find people to play with. Because at the moment, I'm sure a lot of people know the, the sport of pickleball seems to be catered to senior citizens. So people that are retired, no longer have to worry about working. So playing in the morning is perfectly fine. Um, but pickleball currently is it's proclaimed as the fastest growing sport in the country right now. Um, but I feel like it's still not that accessible for younger people. I mean, there's places outdoors that you can play at any time, but you got to have people to play with. So unless you have people to bring with you, it's not that easy to find uh, people to play with. So talk to me about this meetup. So you're saying you actually go to meetup and you actually set up your own meetup group and you're looking for people to join. Is that right? That is correct. Yep. So um, you set it up for a particular city or location. You specify a time or day of the week. And then you can share that on different social media sites. And hopefully people will join that group. And as the application is called, meet up. Have you ever had the opportunity when you've gone to some of these other pickleball courts to meet people, ask for their phone number or contact information or try and set up other times where you play pickleball with them? Yeah, usually whenever I play with somebody, I'll, I'll talk to them, see what days and times work the best for them. And now that the weather is nice, there are places that have organized play on the weekends. Um, but I, the part I've been struggling with is playing in the evenings after work. So that's what I'm trying to get is a regular group to meet in the evenings after work. And has it been hard getting people with similar skill sets to you to play? Actually, for me, I don't even care the skill set. I just want people to play with. So it's been tough just to find people in general to meet up in the evenings because a lot of the people that I like whenever I can play in the mornings, like if I have to work the late shift or I have the day off work, the people that play regularly in the mornings don't want to play in the evenings because typically they might be on the older side. So they don't want to really be out late or anything like that. So when we play in the evenings right now, we usually don't even start till about 6 p.m. And we play till it gets dark, which is around 8.30, sometimes close to 9. At the moment, I don't care what the skill level is. If you're, super, if you're way better than me, fine, let's go for it. And it can just, all it'll do is help me get better playing somebody that's better. If you're a beginner, um, that's great too, because I, I'm just barely above beginner level myself. So... I just I just look for people to play with. And then uh, the more people, the more beginners that get started, the more people you have to play with. So if I can summarize what I've learned from this discussion tonight, number one, start a meetup. Try and get people interested in playing at a certain place, certain time during the week. Number two, when you do meet people that you're playing with, try and find out when they're playing. Maybe get phone numbers or email addresses so you can try and coordinate. And then number three, Ask people you work with, right? So if you work yeah. with people that maybe are interested, want to learn, or are already players, try and set it up to where they will be at a certain place at a certain time. And uh, maybe you can get some pretty consistent games going. Yeah. Anything else you want to add on that topic, Webby? Not really, other than just uh, if any of you have never played pickleball, I recommend getting out there and play. Um, usually, a lot of the people that play regularly will have additional paddles, so you really don't even have to worry about having your own equipment. If people are playing, 
chances are there's a, a there's a good chance they have an extra pedal you can play with to to try the game out with. And if you're fortunate enough to be able to go and play during open pickleball time at rec centers or different gyms and things like that, they typically will have paddles there for you to play with. I love talking about pickleball, and I feel like I could talk about it all night. But it's probably time to wrap it up. What do you think? Yeah, I'd say so. And for anybody that was paying attention at the beginning of the episode, we want to do something special for our viewers because it is our fifth episode. It's kind of a milestone episode. So we want to do something for the viewers and uh, do a little bit of a giveaway. We, we have yeah. a prize at stake here. Yeah, there's definitely a prize here. And really, the winner of this prize is going to be answering a question that we've talked about in some of our previous podcasts and videos. I think we've talked about it a few times in our previous content on YouTube. Would you agree? We have. We definitely have. At least two different videos have mentioned what you're going to ask about. So the first person to throw the answer to this question in the comments below, down there, is going to win. What are they going to win, Webby? They're going to win... An Eddie and Webby t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Just like the one I'm wearing right now, as a matter of fact. You got to be kidding me. We're going to be giving one of those away? Absolutely free if you're the first person to be able to answer the question Eddie is about to ask. That's right. Here's the question. Drum roll. Webby and I are playing and a pickleball tournament coming up in July. What city is this tournament going to be in? Ooh. Ooh. You might have to go back and rewatch some of our previous podcasts or videos to find out because yep. I don't know. The first person to put the correct answer in the comments below is going to get an Eddie and Webby t-shirt. And oh, uh, yeah. If I don't say so myself, it's a pretty nice looking t-shirt. I do agree. I think it's a great logo. I think it's a great fit. You're going to like it. Yes. I guarantee it. So go ahead, answer the question, throw it in the comments below. Uh, let's see. This is this is episode five. So there's only five of you watching right now. <laughs> so you have a 20% chance of winning a free Eddie and Webby t-shirt by answering that question. And if you don't know the answer, just watch our previous videos and you'll get the answer. So... Get to watching. We want to thank you guys very much for watching. As always, we love to hear your feedback, whether it's good or bad. Go ahead and throw it in the comments below. You can follow us on social medias. We're on Twitter and Instagrams, both at Eddie and Webby. I thought this was the best gosh darn episode so far, and I can't wait for the next one. Oh, nice. Thank you, Google. Yeah, thank you, Google. That was great. Hell yeah. So it's time to wrap it up. I'm Eddie. And until next time, this is Webby, not Eddie, signing off. See ya. It's actually, for me, I don't even care the skill set. I just want people to play with. I just want people to play with, play with, play with.